This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hey, welcome in to Team Lotus Cares podcast, episode number 20. Maria, how are you today? Doing fantastic. How are you, Curtis? Very good. Thank you. So we are uh, pushing forward this week. Uh, we'll dive right into it. Uh, the safeguard rule. And so we're going to explain a little bit deeper about what this is. This comes from the FTC or the Federal Trade Commission and who is affected by it. We'll be talking about that as well, all coming up in this episode today. And um, th- this is it's necessary. I'm not a fan of government regulations, but there has to be something done to protect businesses or protect consumers who entrust businesses with their information. Uh, your information is all over the place, stored in servers and desktop computers and cloud services around the world. And you need to some, as a consumer, you need some level of protection. And so that's what we're going to touch on a little bit today. So I think what it boils down to, I mean, other industries have um, such regulations as, you know, as far as like the medical um, have compliance um, policies in place. And um, and there's, you know, some overseeing on that um, just to make sure that there are not practices that with personal information that employees can nonchalantly swap back and forth or leave open. I think that um, the cybersecurity, everybody's um, getting a little compl- um, complacent in hearing, you know, the securities come, um, you know, it, it just makes it easier for someone to be able to obtain this information and um, and make money at it. Um, they, the, there are rules that come out to protect you from, you know, um, another country tacking, tapping in to you know oh, some yeah. of our that's, that's happening a lot too. our economy um you know there's a geofencing um in place you know and not to speak too geeky about it which i'm not really but um you're you're getting tapped into from other other countries that are um have a high level of criminal activity which you know hence blocking these um these access points is is exactly um, what needs to be. So the government has come up with a um, a way of trying, you know, protect the consumer. And I mean, real estate has these type of regulations. Um, medical fields have these type of uh, regulations. Banks, right? And since we we are more reliant on technology, trying to make our lives easier, well, it's really easy segue to go in the opposite direction when it goes bad. So how do you protect that protect that from happening? And, and primarily, this is being framed around, quote, financial institutions by the Federal Trade Commission. But listen to this list of financial institutions. And if you think about it, a lot of this makes sense. Automobile dealerships, financial career counselors, credit counselors, personal property or real estate appraisers, collection agencies, any business that prints or sells checks for consumers, a business that wires money between consumers, retailers that provide store credit cards, accountants, and tax preparation services. So in other words, if you think about any business, even a travel agency that 
stores customer data related to personal finances is definitely the target of this safeguard rule. Now, fortunately, it's not overly complicated. There are five strategies that you need to comply with, and we'll run through them quickly. But to get into a deeper dive on this, we're actually going to be hosting a webinar. Um, myself uh, will be uh, hosting it as well as a uh, industry expert that's going to be coming in talking about the security side of it and the, the how this looks from the point of view of a security operations center. And so that's who's going to be coming in. Uh, Jonathan that works in our security works with our security operations center and their view of how this is going to be handled correctly or how it should be handled correctly. So we're going to be having that. And by the way, if you want to get involved in, uh, and check out that webinar, uh, right now, I'm, and this is happening rapidly. So if you can just shoot an email to Maria Partridge at lotusmserve.com. We'll have the address in the show notes, by the way, and you can, uh, just, uh, mention in there about the safeguard rule webinar and uh, she'll point you in the right direction to get signed up for that. But again, back to these five strategies. So number one, you need to designate a qualified individual. Now that qualified individual can be a company or an outsourced service, but you still need to have somebody internally who owns this process and in, in protecting this data. You need to identify all internal and external assets. So in other words, you need to say, well, what do we collect? What are we collecting from our customers? And then also you need to map the flow of customer data. So once you've collected it, what do you do with it? Where does it get sent to? How is it stored? And then you need to evaluate your security posture with uh, by doing risk assessments periodically in the business and then ultimately implement safeguards to ensure customer data integrity. So you need to protect the data and then make sure that the uh, integrity of the data is in place as well. In other words, so it's not getting corrupted. Right. So, so in so from the standpoint of a consumer, if something was to go awry and your um your valuable assets have um been taken, um these institutions have to provide um Basically, how did you how did you protect this? Why how did this happen? So this is what this is actually spells out to you know they have to have you know a way of logs you know, logging all this activity and showing so forensics can tell this is what happened this is where it came from and where to 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 you know resolve the issue so this doesn't happen again. Um, and we've spoken about cybersecurity insurance. Well, this is going to kind of go in hand in hand with that. Um, it's just basically um, that cyber warfare to be just kind of locked down and only go so far, so further. So this criminal activity is not somebody going out there, hey, let me buy a car, a mansion, or, you know, buy mom a you know, house that she always wanted. It, you know, these are weapons, you know, weaponizing um, some other criminal activity. Um, there's just a lot of um, not good stuff going on. So. Um, and you mentioned cybersecurity insurance. Um, this, if you follow these guidelines, it's actually going to lower your cybersecurity insurance costs uh, conceivably yep. because you'll be much easier to unwrite. Your business will be. All of this, by the way, is due December 9th. Now there is a petition in, in place to push this out to December 9th of 2023, but right now it is December 9th, 2022, and they may get that petition put through, but... 
you may not want to risk that. You may want to uh, go ahead and, and pursue getting this uh, um, in place because uh, there are some serious issues if you don't have this in place. Serious punishment, including up to jail time. Though there's fines, sanctions, and then ultimately, if you're grossly negligent, uh, this could lead to jail time. So, and and it, you know, again, this goes back to uh, really doing the right thing by your customers too. I mean, in all honesty, let, let's these are really common sense things that businesses should be doing to protect their customers. I I know that uh, we we started probably about two years ago now, uh, working with a third party for, to be, uh, you know, verified and to be assessed. And so we're assessed on a quarterly basis, um, because we care about our customers. We don't want, uh, any mistakes that we make to affect them. So, um, well, nothing but, gives you peace of mind that, you know, to know that the person that you entrust to assist you with, um, these, uh, um, could be problematic issues um, that if you do, you know, tick these boxes that at least you have somebody that could give answers rather than, you know, how bad is it? Um, you know, it's the same thing if um, your debit card gets hacked or stolen or something like that. And, and if you're with the right banking institution, they'll make things right. They will automatically shut everything down and reissue you a new card um, within a matter of seconds right there in front of you. And, um, and reimburse you because they have everything in place like they should be. Well, this is where this is going to. So where people are going through, um, I just talked to a, a client just yesterday um, where, you know, they're, somebody's having a good time with that person's money, you know. And so this all came about because the inability to pay an invoice, you know. And so, and that's when, you know, she starts noticing that her money's not there to be able to pay you know, the things that um, she's putting in place to protect her business. Um, so, um, you know, it, it's, we're here to help um, in answering any of your questions. Um, this, you know, it's moving fast and this is just one realm of, you know, first of medical um, aspects of our health industry, um, a lot of compliance, a lot of checkpoints, HIPAA and so forth. Um, and, and now the financial institutions. So this is just the, the, just the, the beginning, um, it, and it is it is sending a wide net. But um, it, there's I I feel very confident that there's going to be a lot more. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the tip of the iceberg, and, and the reason that we know it's coming is we know that military contractors have been uh, pushed over the past few years into a program called CMMC, and that is the framework that other organizations such as the federal trade commission are using and you know and this is just tip of the iceberg on the safeguard rule which is actually not new a lot of folks don't realize it goes back to 2003 but it's just now being modernized and taking a look at modern issues in uh, in relationship to storing customer records well the conversation did start you know where um let's you know where do we begin and so certain things were put in place and because there's not enough um, brought to the consumer to say, hey, this is real, people. This is what we and we all need to do our part. You know, when you leave your home, you lock all your doors, all your windows. 
you know, um, in any access to your home and you, and now everybody has alarms and video cameras and so forth. And so, yeah, it's the same way for, you know, your financial information. Um, if you're a business owner, you know, protect your consumers, your clients, um, as well as your own, you know, your own assets. Absolutely. So if you want to be part of this uh, webinar where you can learn more, we'll dig deeper into each of these five different elements. Uh, you can just shoot Marie an email, mariapartridge at lotusmserve.com and or lotusbusinesstech.com. And we will have that uh, in the show notes as well. So um, moving on to one last thing today, if you are still a fan, I don't know if anybody's a fan. If somebody's forced to use Internet Explorer I think they're up to version 11 right now. Um, it, it actually has already been retired. The desktop app was re officially retired back in June, June 15th of this year. But they're actually phasing in the retire retirement, and they're going to be entering what they call the redirection phase. It's a little confusing, but... Essentially, what's going to happen is in February, if you have an up-to-date version of Windows, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2023, when you click on Internet Explorer, it's not going to open Internet Explorer anymore because it's going to be gone. They're going to remove it from Microsoft Windows because it has very, become very insecure. And so, again, back to a security mindset, Microsoft has decided that they need to remove it from Windows. There are workarounds. If you absolutely have to have Internet Explorer, there is ways you can still do it. Talk to your IT provider and they can help you out. But again, Internet Explorer will go away. You'll be re redirected to Edge, which is Microsoft's new browser. So Internet Explorer, which, man, goes back to sometime in the mid-90s. The beginning of time. Yeah. yeah, it was the number two browser, I believe, after Netscape. And uh, so, yeah, it's been with us 25 years, probably, maybe 27 years. Uh, I believe it came on Windows 95. So that's so uh, funny because you think that that is the origination point, but it, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No. But um, so they're going to they're gonna be shutting down Internet Explorer. So if you have application, I know check scanning applications for some reason tend to rely on Internet Explorer and have not, uh, they not all have gotten migrated over to modern, what we would call modern web browser. So, so every Wednesday morning, Maria sends out an email with a cybersecurity tip. She does it weekly. Hence, we call it the weekly cybersecurity tips. We didn't get fancy with the name. And we have a, a, a website we can go and sign up directly, weeklycybersecuritytips.com. Go there, sign up. And you'll get an email from Marie every Wednesday. By the way, if you get those, you're already getting them, and or if you'd like to uh, sign up for them, and you get one, you have a question, just hit reply. It will go right back to Maria, and she'll connect you with the resource you need or the information that you're requesting and how that uh, she can help you, whether you're a client, not a client, whatever the case may be. If you're getting the emails, hit reply, and she will definitely help you out. So, And we will not spam you. That's our guarantee. So anything else this week? I think that wraps it up. I think so. We're going to be probably diving more into the uh, safeguard rule and uh, a lot of other things that are coming up here on the podcast, uh, all pretty much focused on cybersecurity. But thanks for listening this week, and we'll be back next week. Signing off.
Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.